A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to episode 301 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, February 1st, 2018, and my name is Dan Gorman. These fumes aren't as fun as beer. Sure, I'm all dizzy and nauseous, but where's the inflated sense of self-esteem? <laughs> my name is Casey Lyons, and look, I only have a few good years left. If I want to chip ahoy, I'm having it. My name's Greg LeGrow, and when an enemy sees me on his tail, I want him to feel the same way that you'd feel if a clown showed you his penis. Confused, unsettled, and most of all, very, very scared. <laughs> <laughs> we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, we did a winner's choice in film roulette in our previous episode. Um, so the two winners got to see whatever they wanted to see, uh, while the loser watched a film called American Satan. Uh, we will roll for mu- uh, uh, movies meow, meow, for meow, next week. Meow, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're kitty cats now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we watch movies. Yes. And if you watch meow. movies, you can email us at info at modernsuperior.com. You can go and rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, go to modernsuperior.com, yeah. click that Patreon button where you mm-hmm. will be able to get into our Slack channel and enjoy our bonus content. Yeah. You'll want to do that this week and uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter at <laughs> SYNWPC yeah. on both mm-hmm. platforms. Yeah. Hello. 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 As we mentioned, Patreon this week. Spoiler mm. alert, uh, you will want to be on there because we are doing an episode of Time Bandits, our Return old show. Um, it's going to be great. Yep. So go and hit that up. I guess, should we tell them what this stuff is? Yes, yeah. So Because it's, it's 1993. Good. 93, 25 years ago. Right. If you didn't listen to Time Bandits, it was a oh. podcast where we go back in time 25 years and talk about a movie and an album. Yeah. And it was a fun thing to do. Yep. I'm uh, the stupidest man in the world. Right. Because I, I was like, <laughs> I knew we were doing 93, but I never really registered. And then the other day I was like, wait a minute. We left off at like 1990. Yeah. 1990. Yeah. As you used to say it. <laughs> uh, uh, why aren't we doing 92? This doesn't make any sense. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. 25 years. <laughs> yeah, 25 yeah. years. I'm not a smart man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're doing um, a, a big one that for that year for a lot yeah. of children. Yeah. Super Mario Bros. That's right. <laughs> a lot of disappointed children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then a lot of excited alt rockers, yeah, because yeah. Uh, Breeders put out an album, yeah, Last yes. Splash. Last and then there's album. also a Frank Brack, Black album. That I think we'll talk Frank about as well. Frank Brack, sorry man, I can't talk today. 
Yeah. Are we, we going to do that? Are we talking about both? That's cool. Well, I think we could bring it up a little. We'll bring it up a little. It's part of the conversation. We're focusing on last place. Yes. Okay. So you want to throw in some money onto that Patreon to get that, and we're we're going to try and do that like once a month, or more, or more, whatever we feel like. Yeah. Or never again. Yeah. <laughs> Just we'll one see how time. it goes. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Uh-huh. Um, movies that are coming up. New yeah. news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee, where we talk about things that are going on in the movie world yeah. and things we have been watching. Newsies. Let's get into it. Yeah. All right. Trailer time. Trailer yeah. corner. So many trailers. So happen. many trailers. Um, first off, let's get the comic book stuff. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. So trailer came out. Mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. aka yesterday to the listeners yes what did you guys think i thought it was fucking terrific so yeah. much fun it so much fun. fun it looks fun. i mean it's a really well-made trailer yeah and the movie could suck or whatever but yeah. all the music and everything yeah. and it's like really comic booky oh, but like, so it's in the best kind of way yeah, yeah. super fun time comic-y and, and i really liked ant-man i thought ant-man was terrific i watched it i loved it in the theater yeah uh, and then I watched it again on Netflix, and I was like, eh. Oh, see, I had the opposite. I saw it in the theater, and I was like, hey, that was a lot of fun. Then yeah. I watched it at home again, and I was like, ah, this movie's great. It's uh, a really easy, like, fun watch. That's, super it's, easy, it's, super fun. As far as Marvel movies go, it's, it's definitely up high on the rewatchability list, I would say. Ah, I still haven't seen it. Oh, what? I got to watch it. Ant-Man? Yeah, I need to oh, watch it. Oh, that's crazy. Fuck, dude. I know. Uh, <laughs> and then and I was like, I definitely want to see more Ant-Man, and then his appearance in... Uh, Civil, Civil War, War yeah. really good. Was amazing. Yeah. yeah, he and Spider-Man stole the whole movie, and it was just so good. He was like, we're, we're all waiting for Spider-Man to show up. Yeah, and yet I kind of came out of that scene going, Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Paul, I, I just, I'm just, I, I'm happy that we live in a world where Paul Rudd is a superhero. Totally. Yeah, it's yeah, terrific. There needs to be more of that. Well, yeah. I mean, we're also in a world where Benedict Cumberbatch is a superhero. So. Yeah, yeah, enough. That's right. true. <laughs> Through the looking glass. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's super fun. I love that that it's Ant Man and the Wasp, and that's just so great. It's set up so nicely. I like Evangeline Lilly a lot. It's about time that she's properly was, in a lead role in something. Since I the was whole so loss, shocked uh, to up. see her like in this or like mm. uh, you know aligned with the whole Marvel thing. Yeah, so I was like, there are so many actresses of higher status or mm. stature uh, that you could have gotten for this. But uh, what a great choice! Like totally. I was like, that's that's really great that the, yeah. and and not just because she's Canadian. Well, yeah, yeah it's probably good that she sort of didn't just jump into a bunch of uh, big motion pictures right after Lost. Cause yeah, because she, she could have gotten huge breakout star. Lost, lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and maybe Ben, I don't know, suffered the fate of many TV stars who try to jump to movies, but by waiting a little bit, I think you know, taking some clever small roles here and there, pretty good. So I'm very excited for her to be back. In yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Lost was a disappointing, uh, <laughs> heart-breaking experience, but uh, <laughs> she was terrific. Yeah, and that stinger at the end of the trailer. Oh man, with the little Pez dispenser. Oh man, yeah. I want to see that so anyway, much, so much. Yeah. Yeah. I like that they're really having fun with yeah the technology. Of yeah, shrinking a name. building down. Yeah, fucking name, man. Fucking do whatever you want. I don't yeah. give a fuck. I'm yeah. here to have a good time. I'm excited. <laughs> that looks really good. For a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Um and you know that fucking song here for a good time not for a long time. No, yes. I don't. Yeah. You mean the one I just sang? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, no you know idea. that song? You it wasn't actually about? a question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you aware of that song, or did you just make that phrase yeah. up and uh, sing it exactly like the song? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking band, Trooper. Yeah, still together. 
Hot shots. So that song is fucking bullshit. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're here for a very long time. <laughs> the longest time. Yeah. And not that good a time yeah. either. Yeah. It we're really at- hasn't been very good. <laughs> we're asking them to leave by this <laughs> <Yeah>. point. <laughs> Um, so more trailers. That was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, Hereditary. Yeah. This is a horror film. It made waves at, uh, Sundance. Mm. People were saying, you know, this, I I remember people were tweeting about it and I think maybe some like small capsule reviews came out where all there was was just a picture from, from the movie and people were just saying, this movie's going to fuck your shit up. This is like one of the scariest movies you know, fr- from the festival, this is going to be the next big movie, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize how quickly a trailer was going to come out because I was mm-hmm. it, I was just thinking like, what is this going to be? Yeah. And then now we have a trailer, yeah, and it looks yeah. so good. It is fucking intense. I don't yeah. want to oversell it, but it does look like the best movie of all time ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it has a couple of music stings in it and a couple of sort of uh, not thematic similarities, but uh, visual th- similarities, I guess, that make me think. What if it's another mother? Mother! (laughs) I was almost thinking, because this is put out by A24, Mm. um, I was thinking, is this going to be... It comes at night, because that had like such an amazing trailer. That trailer was... Unreal, yeah. and I like the movie, but I don't. I was I was disappointed with it. Sure, and so I'm like, oh man, please be as good as this trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of horror movies, you should check Reason out the to trailer. Be excited. Yeah, yeah, it looks mm. great. Um, mm. her- hereditary. Tell you what, I'm a fan of what horror movies, but also uh, science fiction films. Yes, and uh, bleak futures. I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's that trailer for a Netflix film, Mute. Yes, from Duncan Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Previously of Moon, Amazing. Source Code. Very good. Uh, Warcraft. Uh, Didn't see well, it, uh, personally. <laughs> um, My favorite thing about... I saw Warcraft. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't like it. You loved but it. But I, th- I loved it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have any, like... Uh, I didn't lose any faith in him as a filmmaker. Yeah. Just the whole thing was like, I don't want any of this. Yeah. <laughs> there was no way for it to be good. Yeah. yeah. You know? It seems just, like maybe like nothing here. It was made for like specific fans of the movie instead of the movie go- of the game instead yeah. of the movie yeah, going I, audience. I, I don't think so because uh, my favorite thing about that Warcraft movie is a clip of an interview that I saw <laughs> where the interviewer is just a petulant asshole to duncan jones the whole time have you have you seen no No. i don't think so he he's like this british fucking nerd (laughs) who who just berates uh duncan jones the whole time about how how could he do this how could he take warcraft uh something so pure and turn it into such populist bullcrap oh my god he doesn't say those words exactly right but he is he just goes off and he's such a dick about it the whole time duncan jones is kind of laughing like he's uncomfortable but he's like well you know (laughs) i did what i wanted made a movie yeah oh it's so wonderful because you like big dumb orc things yeah uh, what do you want from barbarian fellas you know literally i am shit isn't real yeah. <laughs> Anybody who was going to direct this movie was clearly cashing a paycheck. Yeah. What oh, did you think was going to happen? And with that being said, yeah. it is a little better than that. I just wasn't interested in it. Yeah. Like, no, I, no. I, yeah. I couldn't get interested in it. But he, it's done clearly with some care and with some skill. The effects are pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it's not like a... 
Who gives a fuck? We're yeah. gonna just throw this thing together, garbage, or like know. a career derailment of? No, yeah, no, some, no. Yeah. It was made with care because he's a quality filmmaker. Yeah. Anyway, he made this new movie called Mute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this is going to Netflix. Yeah. Totally. And boy, do I like this trailer. Yeah, it hell looks really cast. cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, hell of a cast. Uh, it is basically about a bartender who can't speak after an accident that he had in his childhood, and mm. now we are in this like dystopian Blade Runner-esque future, yep. and he's trying to find his ex-girlfriend. Uh, I believe Paul Rudd is trying to help him mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. And it looks and very... Space, neon and yeah, stuff. Neon and, and <laughs> things don't seem so good in the future. Yeah. And I'm in. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It looks cool. It does look cool. Definitely. It looks like it's got its own little vibe going. It's not just like a Blade Runner clone, which, whatever, I'm fine with those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Me too. Uh, it looks like it has its own kind of, mm, I don't know, neato vibe going on. And, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I was definitely hooked. I'm watching this. Can't wait. Yeah, and I'm excited because I read this quote from Duncan where he was saying, you know, after Warcraft, you know, it was interesting to, to hear out Netflix you know this like new new company on the block in terms of like these kinds of productions of right. you know they just did bright and these kind of bigger bigger productions that they're doing and he basically said that they weren't interested in him producing any kind of like like they didn't tell him what kind of movie to make right, right. I, like i'm sure that they didn't tell david wayne what kind of shows to make when he was yeah. making those or his movies or other people that produced for this platform so he was basically like they weren't telling me to make a homogenized thing they were just saying here's how much we'll give you to do your vision yeah so go do it and that like if this is going to be a bit more to like this is what he wanted to make you know artistic yeah. artistically i'm excited about that you know and maybe maybe this is well if this works out because obviously bright worked it got terrible reviews but, but people, people watched, watched it. the fuck out of yeah. it and that's what netflix wanted and, and and viewers enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah, as like just a, a big Hollywood whatever. I didn't have to go out, and there it is. And yeah, so they same liked with, it. Same with all the Adam Sandler bullcrap. Sure, yeah, it's yeah. the most watched shit so, on Netflix. But so whatever that stuff's kind of a little like lacking in quality. But something maybe this is a, a way for there to be properly budgeted and cast uh, science fiction films. Yeah. Because there's such a gamble for the theater, yeah. right? Yeah. And it can kill a genre, you know? Totally. Even like they pulled away from... The, uh, this happens every once in a while where we'll get an influx of science fiction films. We're going to try really hard and make them really big and then nobody went because it's too weird and now yeah. we're not going to make them anymore. Yeah. Uh, and maybe this is... Maybe, so maybe this is the home. And totally. Maybe that's, you know... Where I can see that. Entertainment's changing and uh, our platforms are changing. This, if this turns out to be a thing where they're not worried so much about... A, a director expressing his vision yeah. or her vision in a you know crazy science fiction movie that's all about metaphors and fucked up stuff. Then yeah, uh, amazing. Then totally. I could be happier if we get uh, a more freedom for that kind of storytelling. Yeah, and if if I if you end up watching like I did that horror movie, The Open House, you know yeah. that that was first time filmmakers. I think maybe they had done like a short or something, but like cool anyway to see that they got to make their movie and i really thought it was crap but like interesting <laughs> but like you know what i mean like they got the opportunity to make like a mid way to go you shitty where other than blumhouse where are like mid level to, to lower mid level budget horror movies or genre movies you know being made mm-hmm. not really anywhere yeah. just just like blumhouse and maybe a couple like um, companies that are doing some production or picking up those kinds yeah. of movies, but it's like 
I didn't mean it like that. I just mean like no, but it's yeah. good. To, uh, you're it, gonna get some fucking brilliant movies, and then you're right. gonna get some just like, like people the, that the eighties exactly. boom of we have to fill the shelves with stuff. Yeah, and yes, most of it is unwatchable dog <laughs> shit. But there's a bunch of, in this wild creativity yeah. where it was just the wild west of do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, we, we have this poster. Yeah, <laughs> put something yeah. behind the poster, please. Uh, if we can get some of that kind of energy yeah. going in, which it feels like we are, and Netflix is just like they're trying stuff, and they seem to be letting uh, cr- the creative people have their own little stab at it right now. Yeah. So until this all goes fucked up for a while, we might get a some really strong shit. influx of weird shit, which yeah. would be fucking great. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'd be, I'm interested in it. Good. I don't. I don't understand this idea that like. Oh, they're like killing film, or like you're not seeing it on the. Like I understand the idea of like, it's different on the big screen. You see it a move is. like mute. If you see saw mute on the big screen, like that's going to be a fucking different experience. Sure, but at the same time, I'm like, but if if my choice is only see movies in theaters and a movie like mute doesn't get made exactly <laughs> or watch it at and home if it's fucking amazing <laughs> yeah. and we all like it a lot i'm sure they'll do a special engagement exactly well, screenings and we can all go yeah and make a you know make going to the theater special and because mm-hmm. it is I, don't, I would never want the theater to go away i will be devastated if that ever happens totally uh but uh but there is we have there has to be allowance for other ways to do yeah, it too. yeah and it is weird like bright doesn't quite feel like a real movie but yeah it is i don't know <laughs> You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Well, also because it's still a weird, dumb idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. By a weird, dumb director. <laughs> Written by an a-hole. Yeah. 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 Written yeah. by a fucking scumbag. Yeah. Apparently, um, a- apparently, Mute was the movie he tried to make before anything else. Before Moon. Oh, really? He, uh, he oh. called it his Don Quixote, like... Uh, What's his name? The Monty Python director uh, Terry, Terry Gilliam had to, was trying to do the Don Quixote movie yeah. for years and years and sandstorms yeah. and shit. Right. He was like, "Yeah, we would like try and make it, and then you know it wouldn't happen. So finally, now that I've made these other movies, I was able to go to Netflix and make it. Fucking so it a, is man. kind of like the perfect encapsulation of I couldn't get this done yeah. <laughs> any other way, and right. then now I got it done. So interesting. Like it, yeah. Um. What else? Speaking of which, isn't Terry Gilliam making his donkey? I think he is finally. I don't know. For it again? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know why you would do it. John Hurt is dead. No. <laughs> How are you going to make that without John Hurt? Yeah. No. Um, Johnny Depp? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of making movies, yeah. uh, the fourth Cloverfield film. Oh, yeah. Already the, done. Already made. Already made it. Okay. Apparently, it's set during World War II. Wait, fourth? Yes. Fourth? What, where's the third one? It's coming. Apparently it's coming. That's done this too? year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. But the yeah. fourth one may be a Netflix p- feature. Oh. Mm-hmm. Isn't it set during uh, WW2? Yes, sure. the fourth one. Yeah. So I heard, I heard Dan just say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know that. Oh, I wasn't listening. The, the, third, one, the third one is in space. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. In space, Great. no one can hear you, Cloverfield. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Like, just go make your movies. Don't yep. tell us about it until Fucking later. A, man. Yeah. 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 Like that's. I, I kind of like this. I'm starting to like this series in a lot of ways. Like yeah. that. It's just a bunch of disparate things. Yeah. So the the third installment called God Particle coming out April 20th, um, and then apparently the fourth chapter is already finished. So nice. yeah. There you go. And there it, you go. Yeah. Uh, and apparently the fourth one is called Overlord um, and takes place on the eve of D-Day when American paratroopers come across supernatural forces that are the result of Nazi experiments. Overlord. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I I loved uh, the last one, so yep. I'm down for more of these. Yes, like, please, yeah, Need just to. make a bunch of different. Ninety percent of the last one was great. A hundred percent of the last one was wonderful. Agree. <laughs> Do against one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super good. Oh, oh man, you guys invalidated my opinion. Yeah, that's right. In your face. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of your opinion, what have you been watching? Wait, wait. What else? One, more, one more piece of news. One more news. I'm just so excited about it. Okay. The uh, first screenings of Black Panther happened. Yes. And everyone is losing their Press screenings mind. of Black Panther. Yeah. People are going. Apparently, it's amazing. Yeah, like amazing. And that, honestly, that kind Not of. Not just like neat action movie amazing. Yeah. Like. Quality film, top yeah. to bottom, performances, writing, Apparently message. It's crazy. I keep forgetting that, like, with, with all of everything around, like, Chadwick mm. Boseman's fucking awesome. Yeah. You got Michael Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, isn't Lupita Nyong'o yes, in this? Yes, she is. Like, fucking, fucking crazy stacked cast. I mm. keep forgetting it's fucking Ryan Coogler movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, man, there's so much about this movie to be excited yeah, about. Yeah, man. And it's you know we're supposed to have the the superhero movie backlash where people don't want these anymore. That keeps supposed to be coming, right? Well, I'll for let a year. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, the numbers would say otherwise. People are yeah. still going, but also uh, Marvel anyway, not DC. Is uh, uh, they've, they're just now getting even better at making them. So. Yeah. This next chapter of uh, you know phase <laughs> whatever we're in yeah, now five or four uh, or sure, whatever, yeah. whatever you like uh, is just so exciting. There's so much coming because we're we're kind of done with the Avengers as we know them almost, and then it's going to be this op- much more open, yeah. interesting world. And the, I don't know, it's a very the, exciting time. The for... movies are becoming slightly more like in tone anyway, a little more auteured. Like mm-hmm. uh, uh, spoiler alert, I I finally saw Thor Ragnarok. Oh, sweet! Which was fair. Taika Waititi. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it, well, like let's was... move into what we've been watching. So you just saw that, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't want to talk too much about it. I fell asleep a lot of times during it. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Um, yeah. uh, it's fucking great. Oh, yeah. And Mayo said it's her absolute favorite uh, Marvel movie. Not wrong so, at all. Um, yeah, all of great. them, she said, it's 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 absolutely her favorite. It's and so I was good. Like, so fun. I really look forward to, to seeing the parts I missed. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, yeah, I loved what I saw. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, but even... It, it really feels like him. And, and the James... The um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie yeah. really... Yep. I feel like James Gunn. Yep. Yeah, and even if like, like watching the um, Ant Man and and the Wasp trailer mm-hmm. after hearing things about the Black Panther, where people were saying like it looks completely unlike anything that you've seen in Marvel. Like, yeah. it doesn't even look or feel like the same kind of thing. Yeah, and that made me uh, not disappointed with that trailer, but I was like, oh, but there's like even the, they're they're just kind of. Still making the ones that feel like the the Marvel movies, but then are inching towards something neat with the with the making things bigger and smaller, and even yeah. like Doctor Strange, which still felt a piece in it, but was kind of like a step towards the psychedelic stuff. Totally. And again, yeah, yeah, with that, a it's like fun. yeah, we've been working towards it, and they're still going to make the ones that are just kind of fun popcorn. But then there's these other ones that are going to be something even better, even yeah, deeper, yeah. even more important. Yeah. Say, have something to say. Yeah, I'm so stoked for yeah. Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, oh, I think it's it's all up, up, up. Uh, they need to get away from the the civil warness of it all because, yeah. well, you know, a, t- a case can be made for that movie. I it does not bear repeat watching. No, um, no, yeah, uh, it's got scenes in it that I like, but yeah, it's it doesn't hang it's, together. It's way too much clunky. I don't care about any of this. I yeah. don't care about the Winter Soldier uh, <laughs> or where he came from. 
Um, and uh, it's it's too much of that nonsense, yeah, and yeah. then a big fight scene that is inconsequential. But it as like a stepping stone into where we're gonna get into. I guess important for sure. the Marvel, you and know, as as like being one of their low point movies, that's still not right. bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still, I still yeah. had a really good time. A really with the good movies. time. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, about that. Can't very wait nice. to see it. Yeah. What? Uh, All right. So you watched uh, Thor. I know. And you'll watch it again, Greg. What about you? Uh, I watched um, Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, did you? Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> I heard it was not bad. <laughs> oh, I, I heard it was very boring. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious. Yeah. And just like, oh, whatever. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. Just throw something on I here. I was thinking and I watched it. it together. And uh, uh, I like Kenneth Branagh. He's, Me too. Yeah. He can make quality motion pictures. It seems like, like he'd be fun as your yeah. I'm a Branagh fan for yeah. sure. Um, so, yeah, I watched it. And he is he is good in it. Um, and there's some interesting shots and stuff. And it kind of has this weird little energy to it. Uh, Johnny Depp's like mostly like a person in it, so like, oh, like, oh look at him not doing like he's doing an accent, but it's like one that fits the tone, and right. it's, yeah, so it's and it's much toned down from his other stuff. So I was like, oh, well, he's not annoying in this. That's great. He's not playing Mordecai, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. They give the crazy mustache to Brand. I was like, I get the mustache. Hey, yeah, give me that. Stop Mordecai. being an asshole. Just be a person. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it is uh, very boring. You'll get your mustache like, back when you deserve. It. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's just I've uh, if I didn't make a note in my phone that I watched it, you'd gone. forget it. I don't. Yeah. Know. It's very boring. It's not very boring. It's not that's not true because we're watching it and we're like, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> and that's just what it is the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and then we get your big, um, you know, solve the mystery reveal. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it just, I was just like, okay, I'm just waiting to be done here so I can say a thought and that's that. Yeah. And, uh, and so it, the direction just doesn't have enough lift. Like, it doesn't get enough into a character world, which it almost is, but it also then isn't rooted enough in, like, a, a real mystery. Yeah. Where you see the clues unravel and, like, the, the you know, the, uh, uh, uh the facade falls away, right? Like, yeah. It's just kind of, I was, uh, I, I, I Took Zoe to her swimming lesson and came home, and we had a little time together. And I let her just choose something to watch. Just yeah, she sees a thumbnail and points at a thing, and so she pointed at Scooby Doo meets Batman: Brave and the Bold. So we watched that. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. What's uh, the last part of that? Uh... There's a Batman series called Brave and the Bold, and it's like a little bit more kitty. Oh. Cat Batman. It's not like a man in a series, which is kind of dark, right? Yeah. And. uh Dietrich, sorry, Dietrich just... Bader is the voice of Batman. Oh, cool. And also there's a character called uh, The Question, mm-hmm. and uh, he is voiced by Jeffrey Combs. Oh, oh, sweet. Neat that he's getting nice into the see he's working. Him. Yep. Anyway, so uh, it's Scooby-Doo and Batman, and they get to solve a mystery. The reveal in uh, Scooby-Doo meets Batman Brave and the Bold, the uh, like, ta-da, here's what was more suspenseful and like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> than Murder on the Orient Express was. Well, because nice. that's the one, like, it's one of those, like, back when it was written, it, it probably was like, ooh, but now it's one of those, she was dead for 30 years. No, I don't think that's the problem, because I've not seen uh, one of the other uh, versions of, of this uh, film. Uh, oh, do the, the same book. thing? I've never read oh. the book. So oh, you've never. I didn't seen, know what oh, was I going see. to happen. But you don't. But I mean, it's it's pretty like okay. It's interesting. <laughs> it isn't like when I think about it after, I'm like, that's that's kind of cool. 
But it just it wasn't just the impact of it. Yeah. Like I, w- I wasn't surprised so you at didn't the end know. of Scooby Doo and Batman. Right. But I was like the way they unveiled it. It was a little bit more like oh yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> and you're saying it's all right. It doesn't turn out on murder or uh, the Orient Express. It, it wasn't Scooby Doo. Uh, no, it wasn't Scooby Doo or any meddling kids. I'd watch that. It just it just it just doesn't have dynamics. Like it just sits at one pace and one pitch. The whole time, and so when you reach, when you get to your climax, the only reason that you know it's the end is because you've been watching for an hour and a half. You know, like, <laughs> it doesn't have any like you don't feel a heightened thing going on, right? Yeah. Anyway, it's not really worth anyone's time. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. All right, Murder on the Orient Express. Mm-hmm. Not worth your time. Yeah. <laughs> um, question for you, Greg. What did you fight some sticks? Oh, uh, I I I spent about. 25 okay. minutes fighting okay. sticks? Yeah. I need to finish fighting okay. sticks. Stick Fighter is a movie I watched, yes. uh, and w- um, I, I, I don't want to talk about it. No, the- no, 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 <laughs> because uh, first five minutes, yeah. fascinating. <laughs> uh, Alarmingly good. Yeah. yeah. So Stick Holy Fighter, fuck. check it out on YouTube. Yes. And we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Wait, yeah. now, I when you first said the, then... the title of it, I thought it was about... A guy who fought with sticks. It's kind of about that. He doesn't yeah. really fight with a lot of sticks. No, Sometimes no. he does. There's a lot of throat kicking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that uh, going for it. There is that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched a movie this weekend uh-huh. uh, that I will bring up briefly. Uh-huh. Um, it is a children's film from the Philippines. Oh. Oh, yeah. Called Stone Boy, a.k.a. The Boy God, um, from 1982, as I mentioned. So... This was a movie that got on my radar just because there was a trailer on YouTube that people were sharing around, and it just looked bananas. And it has this little kid who is apparently, like, indestructible. Uh, He's not made of stone, but, like, there's references that, like, he has indestructible skin. Uh And he, like, curls up into a little ball and rolls around and (laughs) fights, like, werewolves and stuff. And, like, a bargain basement Wonder Woman shows up. It's like, I'm here now. (laughs) 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 Um, And it was was wild. It was really bad. um, But it was the kind of, like, you know when you would watch, like, Godzilla versus Megalon, the one that had the little kid, and like Jet Jaguar, and he had oh his little God, scooter. Yes. Yep. Like it had that kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it it had that kind of like. <laughs> what's going on hilarious. here? Every <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I love that movie. It's so good. Every every scene in Stone Boy was like a new movie. Um, <laughs> Great. It was it like <laughs> it was weird though because it's like a kids movie and it opens with a sexual assault from a ghostly oh, specter. God, and what like, the fuck? <laughs> and that's I guess how the Stone Boy was made. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! The, the origin story of the Stone Boy is. A woman wakes up and a weird little, like, like nobody's standing there. And then, like, you know how back in the day they would have those little drawn-on, like, thing, special yeah. effects? It would be like, but a guy was standing there in little sparkles. And then all of a sudden, that's happening and she's not Jesus. into it. And you're like, this is for kids? Yeah, for um, kids. Oh, yeah, because it's one thing if it's, you know, extra. Yeah. Or uh, the beast and it's, within. It's but... not like like an explicit scene, but you're like, that's what's happening. Yeah. And there's a character of the movie of a grandma and at the end of the movie, like, because there's all this stuff with, like, you know, these people that are on another plane of dimension or something, and that's what he is. And now, the like, everybody die, A bunch of people die, and now they're on that plane of existence with right. that guy from the beginning of the movie. 
And so at the end of the movie, the 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 mother and the guy that did that at the beginning of the movie show up and are like, "Stone boy, you are the chosen one," or whatever. And the grandma's like, "Get him! He's a rapist." And I was like, "She's the only one in this movie that is upset about that, rightfully so." Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Wow. There's these werewolf ladies that are like gonna cook the kid, and they're like like brushing his body like to make it all glistening before they cook it and you're like this is a kid Jesus. <laughs> yeah a children's movie it's it's wild it's okay. one of those like if you have a group of friends to watch it it's pretty fun yeah but i could also imagine watching it and being like what i can't yeah yeah <laughs> so it's Great. it's it's an interesting uh picture the yeah. stone boy aka the boy god from 1982 hmm. yeah if you like those weird movies like that yeah. it's worth it's worth a gander all right mm-hmm. yeah you eat what else from you guys? Uh, well, I'll just run real, real quick through a bunch. Uh, I did a bunch of uh, catch-up. Yeah. <laughs> I was homesick for a while. Um, so I caught uh, Blade Runner uh, 2049, oh. which I hadn't seen. Yeah. Uh, and that's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's a good movie. Yes. Um, much like the, the original, it does not focus as much on plot as a, <laughs> another movie. Now, <laughs> I, I feel like it has a more cohesive plot than uh, than the first uh, Blade Runner movie, mm-hmm. or at least a, a more, like, A to B kind of a plot. Uh, not even that. I don't know. It's a good movie. I, I don't think I'll watch it again, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, I saw Lady Bird. Nice. Huh? That's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw three billboards in Ebbing. Uh, yep, the over there in Ebbing movie. Yep, uh, that's a good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. saw those. Um, <laughs> so that's that's those ones. Yeah, uh, but I will talk about a movie that I yeah. saw that I hope you guys saw mm-hmm. as well. I okay. think if it's what I think yeah. you are going to talk about, you should wait. Oh, <laughs> then I won't talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> because I think somebody's probably going to talk about it in film. Real um, so I won't talk about that. I did watch another movie, however. Okay, uh, are you talking about some kind of streaming services yes. original film? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll readjust my order of things yeah. I'm talking about. Well, right? <laughs> um, but I will talk about another one of those streaming service okay. uh, uh, type yeah. of movies. Uh, I watched a movie called Mudbound. Oh, oh sweet. Cool. What's up with that? Tell me about it. Mm. <laughs> well, I watched it because it is sort of tangential. Well, not tangentially, actually. It's up for two Oscars. Yeah. Oh. Um, one of which uh, is like best uh, adapted screenplay mm-hmm. uh, because it is based on a book. Um, and then uh, best supporting actress, uh, Mary J. Blige. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's mm-hmm. in this movie. Nice. Yes. 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 Uh, this movie is fucking great. Nice. nice. Like, it is a great movie from a director who basically she made a couple of shorts one of those shorts she made into a feature length and then from that she got this yeah and it's like it is such a strong like because you know you make your your sort of first feature length kind of thing with not Mm. a lot of people in it or whatever Mm. but like this is really kind of her her first sort of big shot and it is such a strong and confident movie uh this, when we were talking about uh, Netflix movies, you know, not being shown on the big yeah. screen, this movie really could have benefited from being seen on the big screen. Yeah. Uh. I will say that. Uh, it's very beautifully shot. Uh, it's really, really wonderfully told. It, it almost rushes through itself, though. Through itself? What? Uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> I almost feel like it could have been a three-hour movie that that like languished in, in, yeah. uh, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but 
that's that's a dumb thing to say because the movie that it is is such a fucking great movie to watch. Yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with being left wanting more. <laughs> um, one thing that I am 100% mystified about is how, how was Mary J. Blige nominated? Not that she's bad yeah. at all. She just has nothing to do. Like, mm. absolutely Damn. nothing to do. It's like, uh, I, I'm sitting there watching her performance and, and trying to figure out what what she's doing that's any different than anybody else who's sort of standing around filling out the the, the, mm. the movie when there's so many other performances like Garrett Headland is fucking great in this movie. Mm. Um Jonathan Banks is just just fucking asshole <laughs> in this movie. Now, I don't even like I I I don't care for not liking Mike Ermintrout, mm. but uh but oh man, he's fucking just a just a piece of shit in this movie. <laughs> he's really great. Uh the main the main guy, damn it. I need to look it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys talk about something while I look his name <laughs> up. Talk about the movie you watched? Yeah. yeah. Why, why don't you tell me what you <laughs> thought about me watching that yeah. movie? Yeah. Well, I do think that this movie is in a in an odd place because it has been talked about enough that people have heard of it. Like, my parents were like, oh, I, I heard about that Mudbound movie. Like, it's supposed to be good. We should watch it. Yeah. But they didn't really know, like why or what it is and i feel like it's just enough in the conversation about it i don't know what it's about yeah but like but it Um, deserves more from the sound very good yeah it it is it's it's basically just about um uh the south uh uh not south america uh the south in america yeah um at the end of and just after the war Mm -hmm. and oh uh, so this uh, has nothing to do with the band puddle of mud uh, oh no, they're in it. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a bunch of people on the way to a uh, puddle of mud. Mud concert, to, and mud they to were bound. A puddle of mud, mud, mud. Well, everybody else is in uh, post-war uh, South, <laughs> but puddle of mud is there. Yeah. yeah, interesting. And and they are playing a concert. They're modern day though, which is yeah. weird. It's a little anachronistic. It's a bit of a choice, but it's very oh, watchable. They're a good band. No, <laughs> oh, I don't even know if that's them, but I bet that's a sound they make. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Jason Mitchell, uh, he he uh, is in it. He, he you may remember him as Easy E in Straight Outta Compton. Yes. Oh, he is fucking great in this movie. Right on. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so just mystified that Mary J. Blige again, fine, just fine. Yeah. But there's other like Carrie Mulligan again, another fucking fine performance in this yeah. movie. But definitely check it out. Uh, D. Reese is the the director, and I'm I'm really excited to see what she does next. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'll watch that fucking definitely. Cool. Yeah. Um, Greg, what else? Um, I'll give you a little uh, twofer, twofer of uh, catchy uppies. Okay, um, that I did some. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, I don't know if Casey has seen either of these movies, but I know Dan has seen both. Okay, so real quick likes. Uh, I saw the Florida Project. Nice. Um, I was going to see that, and then I didn't. Nice. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, terrific. Yeah. Movie. I loved it. Um, unique. Uh, and I liked it a lot more than Tangerine because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't really uh, connect with Tangerine. Um, I thought this was, was spectacular. Yeah, uh, the performances are unbelievably so good. The kid is amazing. The kid, all the kids are amazing, but yeah, yeah the the kid, Mooney, yeah. is uh, spectacular. Yeah, uh, Willem Dafoe is wonderful in it. So good. Um, and I don't know the actress's name who plays the mom. Yeah, she she's great. Extremely good. I keep seeing uh, uh, Willem Dafoe on um, 
like Seth Meyers and uh, mm. and and various places, and he keeps talking about how that lady was f- found on cast Instagram. from Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even understand how that. No, is I don't either. Um, and she's yeah. remarkably natural. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's kind of a thing that the director does, right? Like he he likes casting people that are just people. He did that a lot in Tangerine as well, yeah. mm-hmm. like unknowns or people that are had similar experiences as the movies topic or whatever sure. so it kind of but but i mean when people do that a lot in movies that usually means like you get some like really interesting performances or like yeah. good performances for people that didn't act before right, but in right, his right. movies it's so far it's been like oh all these people you're finding on street corners are amazing <laughs> amazing <laughs> actors yeah um and it was a, a really i had an, a really interesting exp- like time watching it uh I lived in Orlando, Florida briefly when I was 10. Uh, not that I lived in any of this sort of situation yeah. there, but I did live in, <laughs> not that I lived in like a hotel, but I lived in some like affordable yeah, income yeah. housing uh, in Wisconsin where I spent all of my time running around unsupervised with my friends <laughs> doing all kinds of all illegal, kinds of horrible shit, things. Yeah. No, I didn't, you know, nothing like as bad as it gets. I wasn't. A hellion or something yeah. like you know the, some of the stuff you see in this burning motion ship. picture. But I did burn down a garage. I burned stuff. It was but an not accident, a, yeah. though. But I did do it, and you know, uh, it just it just resonated with my growing up poor in America <laughs> time yeah. from you know up until age ten, um, and it was you know, and, and then uh, living in Orlando, Florida for a little while, and it is such a bizarre thing that you have Disney yeah. uh, sitting right next to all of this absolute. Yeah chaos and you have like these you know helicopter tours yeah. flying right in your face yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah remarkable i loved it uh, yeah. I, like i thought about it all day afterwards yeah. it really stays with you yeah that, that little kid is so good so good and and i mentioned on when i reviewed it on the show like there's a very jarring moment right at the end of the movie um that kind of there's a scene that is just so emotionally, you know, intense yes. right at the end with yes. the, with the child actor, and it yes. really gets juxtaposed very harshly with something not like a harsh juxtaposition. In that, the 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 change is very intense right yeah. in the final thing. And in the yeah. moment, I wasn't sure about it, but the more I thought about the movie, the more I was like loving the end. Yeah, it yeah. was spectacular. Yeah, yeah, definitely one of the best things I've seen this year. Um, can't wait to see what yeah. he does next as a and filmmaker. I hope Casey watches it, and we can talk about it a little bit more because I yeah. want to get into some specifics about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so I'll just jump over to another thing I saw that I know you saw that we were going to talk about a while ago. Then we didn't, uh, and that is The Killing of a Sacred Deer, mm-hmm. um, which is another unconventional, yeah. unconventional film. Yeah. I was gonna, uh, We were going to watch that, too. Yeah. I suggested it, but my house was not in the mood for a weird movie. At yeah. The, at and, the man, time, it's, so a weird it's a weird movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. We watched uh, Thor Ragnarok. And yeah. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good choice. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, weird movie from weird movie maker. Yeah, uh, Yorgo Lanthimos. Yeah, uh, of lobster previously. Of lobster. Yeah, and Dogtooth, mm-hmm. um, Greek filmmaker. He's uh, really got a thing. Mm-hmm. He's going for. Yeah, and uh, he's got a, a voice, and it is peculiar. Yeah, um, I <laughs> loved Lobster. I thought it was really interesting, and yeah. I liked that it felt so bizarre. And he, I guess he and uh, 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 Colin Farrell are just like, I get you, man. Yeah. Let's do this thing together. Yeah. yeah. This, this like feels like it's very much in the world of the lobster yeah. or the tone. Um, but lobster this is world. This is a nightmare of a movie 
in and I, not not in like it's a mess. I mean, like it's, it's yeah. it is a fucked up nightmare. Yeah, and it's dark, 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 yeah, I, and insanely pitch black comedy. I know, it's, and I wanted to ask you because for for viewers that maybe have children, yeah, I was interested on how this would come <laughs> off because there are moments in this movie, and and I heard that it was a pitch black comedy before I saw it. Yeah, and for a brief. Like stretch of the film, I'm like, when is this gonna be funny? Yeah, but then there are times where you're like, that <laughs> yeah. was funny, That's genuinely <laughs> funny, and also it's absolutely insane. Yeah, and he lulls you into his dream world of this fucked up thing going yeah. on that you don't even notice how fucked up a couple of things are until yeah. you think about them later. Like there's a few things that happened in this movie that if they happened in a normally toned or yeah. paced film, you'd be like, what the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but because the Colin Farrell just gets how to do this guy's yeah. thing, like he slides these insane things under the table at yeah. you. Like uh, Colin Farrell tries to find out if his son's telling a lie at yeah. one point and tells him a story. Yeah, that's fucking insane. <laughs> that part is nuts. <laughs> and you're listening to this story, going like, "What, what? the fuck is he saying to his child?" It's crazy. <laughs> and the climax of this movie is one of the most. Uh, chaotic, yeah, uh, bonkers shocking. things I have ever seen yeah. in a movie, yeah. ever. Yeah, and you and it like shocking and dark and fucked up. But then you're also like laughing that you can't believe this is happening yeah, because you're so awkward about. Yeah, this is what's happening. There is a scene in this movie, and I won't reveal it t- 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 too specifically, but so that Greg knows. There's a scene where like the two children are talking about like an MP3 player that was brought up earlier yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. kind of a decision they're they're kind of talking about a decision someone else is gonna have to make. Yeah. And something about the MP three player that is just so like perfectly executed and hilarious but so fucked up yeah. that these two kids are talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, and the the the, uh, the bizarre calm of everyone. Yeah. Is yeah, this is a. It's a not for everybody. This is not for everyone. Because I, I told my brother how much I loved it, and yeah. he, he was very not into. He liked the lobster a lot. Yeah, but he was very not into that. Like the, I find this movie doubles down even on that monotone kind of 100%. just like really we're does. talking about a watch. And yeah. we're not going to talk about what we're talking about. We're just going to do this really long take of us discussing a watch, which ends up being very important to what the movie is talking about. Totally. But yeah, like if you're not on the wavelength, it's like, f- no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was on the wavelength the whole movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that kid, Barry Keegan. Yeah. Uh, who is also in 71. Mm-hmm. He's also in Dunkirk. Yes, yeah, um, I knew him from Dunkirk. Boy, yeah. oh boy, is he a good actor. Yeah, yeah. And done so many different things. Yeah, and remarkably then here is totally, yeah. He is, uh, and there was a point, too, where it was, I was like, I don't, is this too monotone and weird yeah. for me? But he's what anchored me, and I came around, like, I stayed with it because I was, what he's, I was just captivated <laughs> by his performance. Yeah. Um, he's really, really yeah. interesting. And there, there will probably be people that watch it and be like, if anyone found anything in this movie funny, they're fucking you know yeah. nightmare people. But like yeah. it's it's totally Listen, pitched it's, at a certain yeah. level. Yeah, it's, uh, there's yeah. things that happen that are so darkly comic in such a weird way. Yeah, Yorgo yeah. Lan- Lanthimos is definitely somebody I want more from. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I really liked it. Yep, it's so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we got to get an Oculus, uh, Gregulus, Caseyless, Danielus here. Yes. Casey will have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but be in the mood for a weird one. Yeah. Is it yeah. the killing of a sacred Dan? <laughs> or the gregging of yeah. a sacred deer? <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Any other watches before Film Roulette? Yeah. Yeah. What? I watched one movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was home. I got home sick, and I was like, "Yay!" Uh, I get some time to myself. The kids were still at daycare. Uh, I was like, oh, "I get to lie in a, a bed all by myself. <laughs> Nobody's barfing on me. Nobody's peeing on nice. me. Um, I, I could just curl up in Barf my and bed and pee on myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> and then, um, and I was like, and just watch a movie all to myself, just me time. Mm-hmm. I love being sick. Mm-hmm. I was so excited, and I watched a movie for which the trailer very much excited me. Um, I know by the same director as Crank and Crank Two. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Oh, yes. I watched the movie Mom and Dad. Yes, I've been quite a good trailer for this. Yes, Mm. this is if you don't know a movie about a strange phenomenon that makes parents turn on their children and try to kill them. Interesting movie segues. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, So that's what's going on in this movie, and uh, and uh, boy, uh, did I hate this movie. I've seen a lot Boy, of de- divisive did I hate stuff. This fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. I've it, seen like a lot of people like digging it, and then just a lot of people saying "fuck off." Yeah. Oh god, it sucks so bad, and it thinks it's so fucking smart, and it's all up in your face, and it's like, yeah, I got I'm making fucking points, and. De- there's parallels here that you're not getting. No, oh, no, fuckhead, I get it. Uh, ooh, sometimes being a parent is tough, and then sometimes you know your life doesn't turn out like you thought you would, and your life becomes all about your kids. Would and you, you say lose that your identity as a self could be murder? Uh, <laughs> watching this movie makes you want to fucking murder yourself. Uh, it's just it's it's so dumb and so shitty it, <laughs> until. Lance Henriksen shows up and he's Ooh, awesome. You've got me back. Yeah. yeah. How um, crank esque is the like? I watched the trailer and I and I said to myself, "This might make me barf if I see it in theaters." Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it's it very like, a, like shaky in your face? Oh, very. Okay. Very. And now, like you know, as a parent, it really is hard to see uh, children killed in a movie kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And, but they really shoot around that type of, like, I mean, it's in the movie. But they well, really that's what sh- the movie's about. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so they couldn't yeah. get away with, but they really shoot around it in a way that makes you kind of feel like, what is the point? Right. What's the point of making this movie? If you're going to like tastefully try to shoot children being yeah. murdered by I their parents. I can't listen. I'm listening to this shoot around and I keep thinking back to the movie we were just talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we didn't talk about. Well, what, I don't know what, what that, that movie is. We didn't yeah, talk about what Killing Every Second Year is about. And just, just go see. Just, yeah, just watch, watch it. Because I didn't know what it was, yeah. what it was about at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this movie is it, it not is not only about like you know it, the themes of like y- y- your children you know become your life and you lose your identity kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it's so fucking blunt and obvious from the very beginning, and then in the middle this movie carefully explains that to you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not get it? Because this is what it's about. 
oh god, I hate this movie, and now I hate that filmmaker. <laughs> and I love Crank, and I love Crank too. Yeah. It's yeah, so it's some good stuff in those for sure. Oh, that's yeah. disappointing. What a bummer, mom and dad, mm. no good. Yep. This movie yeah. is like a fucking frat guy. Would, like he's like it's this movie's like the smartest frat guy kicking you repeatedly in the face with his tebas. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, would you say viewers instead of watching Mom and Dad should go watch Mom and Dad Save the World? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that movie? <laughs> With John Lovitz, yeah. Terry Garr. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw that when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Do you think I should just watch Jeffrey that Jones? again? Is he yeah, in that? He sure is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Great. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, any other um, any other movies before Film Roulette, or are we going to get into Film Roulette? Let's do it. Night night. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to see the movie we have picked as a winner movie or if we didn't pick a winner, winner's choice film so you get to watch whatever you have been looking forward to this week and the low roller has to go see something terrible or watch something at home that we have picked, bad Netflix movies or stuff like that, things out on VOD such as American Satan which mm. is this week's pick. Mm. Uh, but the low roller gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Casey gave us an EP. We'll talk about that after the movies, and we will also roll for next week's films. So, winner's choice. I mentioned earlier that I had chosen a film to talk about, and it yes. sounded like everyone had watched it. I think so. So, yeah. David Wayne's A Futile and Stupid Gesture. Yeah, that's the one. Yes. Is that what you were going to use for? That's right. Nice. There we go. Um, if you don't watch this movie, we'll kill Will Forte. Mm -hmm. This is the Wait, story. Is that, that was what you were using for... Uh, Film Roulette. Film Roulette 2? Mm -hmm. Oh, look at that. There you go. Yeah. Uh, the National Lampoon story. Um, this is, you know, uh, Doug. the story of Doug Kenny based on the book um, of the same name? I think the book was the same name. I yeah. feel like the book... Oh, is it? Because I thought the book was named the same as the documentary, uh, oh, Drunk Stone Brilliant It might have been, yeah. So there was a documentary about this world, the world that gave us Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, Gilna Radner, um, many, many, Guest, many others. Uh, uh, John Belushi. Yeah. And Beats. Mm -hmm. Tons of other people. Michael um, O'Donohue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, from Animal House to, you know, members of the Saturday Night Live cast to, you know, Caddyshack and and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an institution for so long and then it became, you know, not an institution of any note anymore when it was just slapped on a bunch of shitty movies in the 90s. Right. <laughs> but for a while it was, you know, something that it changed comedy up. forever. Yep. Um, and so David Wayne was uh, the director who got to make this for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've all been very excited to see it based oh, yeah. on the cast. Oh, yeah. You know, Will Forte. Well, based and, based subject on, yeah. and the story. Like for me, based on literally everything about this movie, mm-hmm. I've been excited about it. From yeah. the cast to the director to yeah. the subject matter. This is, for me, this is one of those... Um, you know that stupid thing where people go, you know, I was meant to be born in the 60s because I really have that, like, 60s <laughs> vibe about me. You know how when shit has do that, yeah. you think they're interesting? That's me with this. Yeah. With this. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where I, I watch anything or read anything about, you know, what was going on at the National Lampoon or, or at the beginning of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, I should have been there. <laughs> like, I hate that I wasn't there. Yeah. Um and so the, again, the cast we can't undersell it. You know, Will Forte and Dom Hall Gleason play, you know, the main characters. Martin Mull plays a kind of real world version of Doug Kenny. But then you also have Thomas Lennon, Joel McHale, John. Thomas Lennon playing Michael O'Donohue and mm-hmm. like I love Michael yeah. O'Donohue. He is one of the most probably one of the most fascinating human beings oh, in yeah. my opinion of all totally. time. Totally. And and Tom Lennon was perfect. Yeah. He um, was fucking perfect. John Daly, Paul Shears in there a little bit, Natasha yeah. Leone, mm-hmm. um, Tunt, Joe Latrugio shows up. <laughs> lots mm-hmm. and lots and lots of people playing. Very famous people that you yeah. will recognize um, throughout the film. Yeah. So how do you guys want to get into this? Because it's tough, I feel like, because it's such a... May it's such a big movie and such a stuffed movie. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. I guess for for my perspective, I also maybe not to the degree of Casey, but also have always been super fascinated with the Lampoon. You know, yep. um, would watch the early Lampoon movies, and then when I was in high school, all the other shitty ones, and just yeah. wanted to see all of them mm-hmm. from like a uh, midnight madness. They've had a couple of shitty ones <laughs> that they made after. Well, it, it started to become just, yeah. just, yeah. you know, yeah. bullshit. I yeah. went, like, I, it was no longer affiliated really. Yeah. I went and I bought the Ann beats. Uh, she, she did this like book of, of comedy writing in the seventies. That was just all women called titters. And I went, I bought that. Oh, Cause yeah. I was like, this has to be amazing. I'm yeah. sure. And it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like really super excited about this. And I kind of came away with a bit of a mixed bag, but overall enjoyed it, I will say. And we can get into some details as we discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I grew up uh, obsessed with Saturday Night Live and sketch comedy and uh, getting my hands on any kind of comedy I could. Yeah. Taping every Sunday night comedy show off the radio and then listening to it all week and listening to sketches with these yeah. people from this from this show the you know yeah. The, uh, and um yeah i was super fucking stoked to see this and there's just so many people in it that i dug and i'm like hey yeah. who doesn't like seeing martin mel do things yeah it um, was cool to see the like like the records i went and bought now i'm watching like the story of them doing that radio show yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah uh, it's uh i figured what the tone would be because this is the you know 
it, it, there's a lot of ways to look at this world and yeah. the subject matter. Either the really you can it can be really fucking gritty and horrible and dark because yeah. it ends in a dark place. Or I figured based on the cast and the filmmaker, yeah. where it might be, and also like being true to the vision of that person's yeah. vision, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. uh, what it was probably going to sit at. And so I, uh, it, it was the tone and movie I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that, I loved it. I had a great time. I laughed out loud a whole shit ton. I was, there was a lot of like, hey, I know what that means. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, and they got uh, Martin McCaff to say his line, which was uh, the coolest. Uh, what do you want to do with your life? Yeah. Twisted Sister video yeah, fella. Yeah, that was he said it. Fun. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and uh, there was all kinds of neat performances. Uh, uh, I was, uh, yeah, I was very happy with this. Uh, Donald Gleason was fantastic really good, yeah. fuck. again. Um, yeah, and I thought Will Forte was just perfect and held the movie down beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I for me, it was a perfect experience. Yeah. Uh, I, I loved it so much. Like, I, it's one of those movies where... I'm like I don't know I'm gonna like overstate it a bit I was very emotional (laughs) watching it sure like it was a very emotional experience I laughed my ass off but also just heartbreaking I I thought the tone was perfect I thought everything they did like every casting choice uh, Joel McHale McHale. was perfect fucking phenomenal as soon as he started talking I'm like holy fuck that is a dynamite Jimmy Jones because he's not like he's not he's not doing an impression he's not really doing an impression so much as he's it it really is like an impersonation yeah and 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 and, but he's really the great thing is he's really playing the humanity also Mm -hmm. of uh, of Chevy Chase and how and and playing Chevy Chase's inability to connect as a human yeah. being, mm-hmm. uh, and, and playing that really like I think I feel like everybody really played that the inability to connect as human beings and how that informs the comedy. Yeah. Neil Casey as um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. <laughs> uh, uh, but he's he's like the the, the weird guy in the yeah, bow tie yeah. uh, who, oh, yeah, who yeah. just wanders around saying brilliantly funny yeah. things. <laughs> And otherwise being completely unrelatable. Uh, Like, I I love... And then the savagery of when they're all sitting around pitching and everybody's laughing. Yeah. And then um, uh, Tony Hendra uh, comes out with his sort of first introductory thing. Like, everybody's trying to kind of get a feel of each other. Yeah. And then they just fucking tear him down. (laughs) And he, like, kind of goes off in a little tantrum kind of thing. And just how mean and and just horrible comedy (laughs) people can be. Yeah. Uh, uh, but because it's like a room full of children, uh, like sort of jockeying for like top position, mm-hmm. everything, everything about it was, was just so fascinating and beautiful and, uh, uh, and then tragic. And I thought the way they dealt with, uh, with the end with, I, I, I don't think it's a spoiler no, to say no. that, uh, uh that Doug Doug Kenny. Kenny dies. Yeah. Um, uh, and the way they dealt with it was, was just really beautiful. Yeah. And I like really, that. Yeah. Uh, and, and man, holy I, fuck. I kind of felt like the movie was a better drama. Like I felt like it handled the drama stuff better. I didn't really think that like I didn't laugh a lot watching it. I was watching, like there was moments where I laughed, but I felt like there was a lot of times where I found myself like, 
waiting for those things that I knew were going to come out. Like I knew somebody's they're they're obviously going to have to have somebody say, you know, he must have fallen looking for a place to jump or whatever. And I and I found myself like kind of maybe getting in the way of enjoying the movie by like looking for when they're going to do those things. Mm-hmm. And and I felt like it was better a collection of performances than like structurally of a movie. And I just found like there was times where they balanced the sort of playing with the conventions of a biopic, like when his first marriage is like dissolving and the, they do that lamp lampoon esque, you know, comic strip. Yeah, the but photo funnies. Yeah. Of the photo. And like, I thought that was great. That was, I thought was, see, what I liked about this movie is it did a whole bunch of things that he did. Yeah. It, it changed its storytelling mode based on how, on a bunch of different things that he created. Yeah. So having his marriage fall apart, apart in photo funnies. Yeah, but that having was the so build good. up of how they're doing the Harvard lampoon and building it into the yeah. Nash lampoon, kind of vibing a little bit like Animal House. And that's how the dialogue runs too, you know. Like yeah. oh, just in case you're interested, there's gonna they're yeah. adulating you upstairs. How do you feel about adulation? Yeah. Oh, you love it. Yeah, and that has this kind of like not necessarily like joke punchline landing, but like uh, you know witty fervor yeah. to language. So that's bubbling over. Then we get into like bits and skits kind of going on, and like and you know and, and like just running the yeah. having a joke and joke and and popping through a bunch of different scenes, and then things get a little bit chaotic and all over the place, and it's Caddyshack, yeah. uh, and where the characters get and a little bit and more it's a wonky, little more, and it's a little more coke fueled and it's a little yeah. more totally. like manic that's the thing this this movie uh, plays like a, uh, a copy of or an issue of, of yeah. the national lampoon hmm. like it it's it's episodic and because the story must be episodic because it goes from here to here kind of thing yeah, yeah. it's not necessarily a three line it's just the events in this man's life that made him uh you know yeah made something happen yeah but uh and and i i feel like it hangs together perfectly as a movie uh in that yeah. uh in, in that it's like it it shambles along in the way that comedy yeah. did in the late 70s and sure. early 80s and in the way that uh, uh like it's a movie that sort of finds itself comedically but i thought i thought the thing that you that you that uh, you thought sort of detracted from it was something that i found so endearing and loved so much about it was yeah. that it's very funny. It has some very funny lines, but it doesn't feel like a comedy. Sometimes mm. it does. Yeah. In where it, it kind of scrolls all of the uh, historical inaccuracies. <laughs> yeah. And you can pick little things out. Yeah. Like one of the things I noticed, it said, um, everybody was much more racist and much yeah. more sexist yeah. than we're making them seem. Yeah. I like that they found ways to like, m- like comment on that. Yeah. And, and, and I love like the, the device of Martin Mull, uh, you know, as yeah. the, uh, uh, the sort of, yeah. um, the older version. Yeah. Yeah. Like what might've ever... been or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, normally maybe I wouldn't have liked that so much. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what are you talking to the camera or whatever? But here it, it really felt like it fit the tone so well of what yeah. made the National Lampoon so special and so scary. Um, mm-hmm. And, and uh, uh, yeah, everything about it I thought was a win, and, and I just I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I, yeah, just, I will watch it again. I, for sure. I just felt like the photo funnies thing was a, an example of like where I felt it really landed and it was just such like a good execution and yeah. it felt like an emotional gut punch. And there was a lot of stuff at the end of the movie that I really liked, but I really didn't feel, I didn't get, I, I kind of felt like there was a lot in this movie that felt too safe, that felt too much like you're, they, they've taken a guy who was so irreverent and so, you know, different and kind of, there was times where I felt like this content was being, 
pushed into a biopic kind of box that it was breaking out of sometimes, but then other times wasn't. And I just felt like I didn't dislike it. I had a great time watching it. I just kind of walked away from it a little bit being like, I don't know. I didn't love, love, love it. And I wanted to so badly, Mm -hmm. but it's an amazing collection of performances. And I, and I think particularly the dramatic stuff towards the end of the movie really shows that like David Wayne, like obviously he's had dramatic things in his movies. Like if you watch, um, role models, it's like that whole finale of that movie is just so treating those characters emotionally, honestly, and, and those LARPers and stuff. And it all comes off so beautifully, but I just felt like in this movie, there was moments where the dramatic, elements landed so well where i was like oh i can't wait to see the next david wayne movie where he Mm. gets to like bring that drama into the movie right yeah and i really liked this but i i yeah there was just something about it that i wasn't a hundred percent on but yeah the the collection of fucking performances here are really cool and when it doesn't really work like i kind of thought john gemberling was fine he's not really given a lot to do but even that i was like I almost feel like John Gabrius would have been a better choice or like, I don't, there were just moments with him where I was like, are you even trying? (laughs) No, I I had that thought too. But, but the thing is, if you think about, uh, you you know, playing John, uh, John Belushi, uh, it would be really hard. (laughs) So hard. Like, because a lot of what John Belushi is, is what John Belushi looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Ask the commish. He knows. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, so there's not a lot to play with there. Yeah. And I thought they very smartly just had somebody playing him. Yeah. Uh, uh, that you know didn't really look like him or just did like a big fat party guy. Yeah. Um. And, and they didn't really give him much to say other than food fights. Yeah. Um, but like yeah. even when it doesn't really land a hundred percent, you're not sitting there thinking like. Well, he's terrible. He doesn't look like him or whatever. No, I just, yeah. I, I was like, you know what? They have a place filler. And yeah. every once in a while, they're like, having Lonnie Ross play uh, Ivan Reitman yeah. was yeah. scary. Oh, he's really good. <laughs> because it's like, it's really insane good. how much you look like him. And the guy who Armin Dangerfield. Weitzman, Armin fucking Weitzman playing, uh, uh, playing Lauren Michaels. Yeah. yeah so fucking wonderful. Yeah. Like, I, I love our Armin Weitzman anyway, but like, seeing him play Lauren Michaels, like, he really fucking got, like, the, the, detached smarminess that yeah. I love about uh, yep. uh, Lauren Michaels. But, uh, um, yeah, so I, I feel like when they couldn't get somebody bang on, they did a good yeah. job of, like, patching up the rough spots. Yeah. It, it left me want, wishing that I it I almost had a TV show version of it because, like, I wanted to see I, I Christopher Guest. I had Guest. the exact same thought. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see, the like, these people as Christopher Guest. I want to see more about Ann Beats. I want to see more Michael O'Donoghue. It w- it was definitely like, and obviously they r- fucking say it in the movie. They're like, "Well, we don't have enough room, so we're going to pick these four guys, you know, these yeah. four characters." Yeah. But I was definitely at the end of the movie, like, "Oh, I just want more of this stuff." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I just maybe I'll watch it again and and start to see cracks or whatever. I don't know, or maybe I just idealized that time in comedy mm-hmm. uh, uh, too much. Yeah. Um. And, and this is, or you'll just keep me, watching it and continue to find fun, it amazing, <laughs> yeah, which is likely, yeah. But uh, but man, it really uh, really fucking did something for me emotionally. And, nice, uh, yeah. I'll definitely go back to that. Well, sweet, mm. yeah. I definitely think, yeah. I think we all recommend it. Yeah. So watch it if yeah. you haven't yet. Even if you don't really know a lot about the world, I think it plays no matter what. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's yeah. it's fascinating to find out about it. Yeah, I would sure. definitely say watch the uh, the documentary, uh, Drunk Stone. Brewing yeah, that's Dead. really good. Um, it's uh, fucking fascinating, and yeah. then watch the movie version of yeah. it because I think you'll get something. Out yeah, of it too. and I do think like you guys were saying, I think this movie does a little bit better of a job than the like. I really really love the documentary, but I think this movie does a better job of being able to work in the kind of commentary on how people were back then in terms of like the sexism and mm-hmm. like yeah. the lack of black voices and stuff like they yeah. they don't obviously don't like go into that in, huge in this movie but they're at least able to be like hey how come no black <laughs> you know yeah. or like, I like I, I what are you like, sexist or <laughs> yeah I, I, that's something that i liked about it was that uh they sort of like, uh, like chris red at one point comes up and is like hey how come there's no black people yeah and they very plainly and simply go well black people were very underrepresented uh, <laughs> at this time in especially at the national lampoon because everyone was quite racist yeah anyway <laughs> on on with the show yeah uh and uh yeah i feel like they didn't shy away from that so much as they were like look we want to show you what was lovely about these people yeah yeah and, and what was human about these people not what was shitty about society and by definition or or by extension these, shitty about yeah. these people yeah yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Nice yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. It's on Netflix. You got no mm-hmm. reason not to. No, yeah. watch it. Unless you're too busy assholes. watching American Satan. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I, like I usually am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we stumbled upon, I guess, like the poster for this a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then subsequently the trailer. Um, and I'm going to load it up here. Um, but it really looked terrible, and we knew that at some point we were going to have to feature this on the on the uh, on the podcast. Directed by Ash Al- Avildsen, um, which I believe is the is related somehow to John G. Avildsen. He's um, the son, the son of. So this is about a young rock band, half from England, half from the U.S., who drop out of college and move to the Sunset Strip to chase their dreams. Ugh. This stars Malcolm McDowell, oh, Denise Richards. Uh, Drake Bell, Larry King, <laughs> Patrick Muldoon, oh, all Bill Goldberg, people. all these people. They're all there. Yeah. Um, and can't wait to hear. The trailers really made this thing look not good. I didn't watch a trailer. No. I was. I just read somewhere that there's some original music, and I was like, okay. And it's perfect <laughs> that Casey... Yeah. Is, is wa- the one watching this like band related music related yeah, yeah, you know yeah. you love it when you actors love it. portray musicians oh, well I, what I like about it is the authenticity yeah, yeah. It's good. you love you love this kind of yeah and, look. and this kind of music um, is it like major label butt metal rock well I don't know I guess I'll get into <laughs> it yeah yeah I, I want to start out experience. yeah. Uh, I want to start out um, by asking you guys, what did you think this was going to be? Because I'm very sure I knew what I thought it was going to be. I I don't know, some kind of like devil makes them rock band. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like it was something like that. I got that's literally all I've got. I felt like from the trailer, it was the poster. They had like a rise and fall kind of arc, and like we're in a band, and we're gonna have to like do a deal with Malcolm McDowell, and it's the devil, and we're gonna have like modern rock songs and. It's going to maybe be, like, funny, but, like, not just a comedy. It's also going to be kind of like a dark thing. Oh, so okay. So you guys kind of thought, like, you guys didn't think, like, horror kind of... um, No, uh, from from the trailer, I knew it wasn't going to be, like, a straight-up horror movie. Yeah, okay. No, I knew it was going to have this kind of, like, anarchy all over the place. Like, it's funny, it's fucked up, oh, there'll be, you know, we're... With the world of the band, you know, strippers, Las Vegas, or whatever, that kind of oh, shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so what I thought was it was just going to be like, you know, this metal band and they want to become famous so they'd make a deal with the devil and yeah. everybody starts fucking dying in crazy ways and then they have to <laughs> feast and gorge on the blood of... That, the, that like, probably would have been cool. Fans yeah. and whatever shit. And, and that's what I thought. I thought it was just going to be that dumb movie. Um, no, I don't, I don't want to be mean to this movie. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, well, no, that's the thing is, I, I, I want to be mad at like a movie like Mom and Dad that's just, that's just fucking fuck off with that movie. That's how I felt. This movie, you know, this movie was somebody really trying to do something. Yeah. He was trying to make a point. Um, and, and, you know, God bless him. It's, it's not a good movie. Yeah. And it's not fun to, well... <laughs> It wasn't horrible to watch. It's very amateurish. Yeah. It's very like, ooh, this point, and then this point. And all of the acting is really uh, um, low-key. Like, uh, it's it's not awful. Some of it's awful, but uh, <laughs> uh, the, the, the dialogue is just so pedestrian. And so, like, you know what it feels like? It feels like it's written by a really, um, by a film student. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like the whole thing was made by a film student who really knows the technical aspects of making a movie. Didn't have a lot of money to do it, but also doesn't know a lot of actors. Yeah, uh, Denise Richards is in this movie, and she's she's doing her best at acting, which is just being very like doing this. Hi, I'm the mother in this movie. I'm very serious. <laughs> I'm a serious actress, you know. Um, <laughs> But it's just a movie that tries to explore the themes of, uh, of you know, excess and rock and roll and, mm. and is rock and roll the devil's music and mm. does it does playing rock and roll come with a price kind of thing uh, with the price of your soul or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and, and, you know, the, this guy's name is Gabriel and uh, oh, <laughs> Bill Duke, by the way, <laughs> weirdly enough. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, and uh, and he's just straight up Gabriel, you know. Mister Capricorn is the the devil. Is okay, like, you know everything is just really yeah. on its on, yeah. on the nose kind of thing. But it's not not trying to be necessarily. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, the the band, I mean, they play. Uh, you know, <laughs> I I don't know what you even call it. It's like that emo metal kind of. Uh, yeah, that's, like slick like yeah. yeah i know what you mean and, and this is so it's the music is so inauthentic or maybe not because i can't judge this type to of a thing that is is in that itself is in itself a copy in, of inauthentic. it yeah. yeah that's the thing is like i was like i think they're nailing it uh, because i hate this as much as i hate you know a fire inside or whatever and i think that's what this is i i lump all that stuff together i'm not the best at judging that kind of thing but uh but you know by the end of the movie i was like well you know what you really went for something and 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 y- I think you explained yourself in the way that you want to explain <laughs> yourself. And I feel like somebody will get something out of this. Like, there will be a, a group of people who will be like, no, you should see that movie because it really explores some stuff. And I'm like, well, cool. I mean, uh, I'm glad this movie exists for those people. It does not exist for me. <laughs> this movie does not exist for my sensibilities. But, mm. yeah, by the end of it, I was just like, you go for it. Yeah, go for it, you silly little movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, America, good. You, you, you old American Satan. <laughs> but it really does like the, um, hey, we're, we're a band in, um, 
you know, we, we want to go to L.A., so they all go to L.A., and it's like, well, gosh, now we got to get jobs as waiters and stuff. And yeah. so they do that for five minutes or, like, for two minutes, and then it's like, then they sign the deal with the devil, and then it's like, now we got to make a record. Well, we finished making that record. <laughs> what should we call it? Why don't we call it American Satan? Now let's do drugs. Now let's have sex. Now there's underage sex. Now, oh. uh, uh, yeah, like there's, there's, it's just all, all the sort of uh, uh, excess you that know, would come and, with and that. That, uh, that. That comes with the, the rock and roll life. So does it become about like now that we have been, you know, become this big of a thing and now it's like poisoning our, you know, now we're going to go do the underage sex and stuff. Does it become like about we got to quit this or like redemption or what? Well, like, how does it become like a climax of the film? Uh or does it become like we gotta murder the devil or what? <laughs> Without rock and roll. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, it does, Dan. <laughs> um, and, and that's. But at the same time, it also does this thing where it's like, but is that all happening? Yeah. You know, did they. Is he really the devil? Or is. But at the same time, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah, I, I don't know. It's like I don't know. They were trying something again. Mm. I don't know. I don't yeah. want to be a dick about this. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, all It's right. nice when you get to watch these movies. Well, not nice to watch them, but when you're just like, whatever, it exists. Yeah. <laughs> Someone will like it. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy that plays there, the the head of the label, um you'd recognize him because he's the guy that uh, if you didn't know that Maury Chaikin was dead, you'd be like, hey, that's Maury Chaikin. Oh. Yeah. I feel like I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I know the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ma- American Satan. All right. I can't. I'm not going to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Don't watch it, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, somebody might don't. like it. Yeah. Certainly don't watch it, but just mm-hmm. know that it exists to watch. Yeah. For Mark you. Boone Jr. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. MBJ. American oh, Satan. MBJ. Speaking of watching things, yeah, I watched myself click on the album that we listened to this yep. week. Casey, you gave us an album last uh, last episode, and you had did. regretted not giving us the album you wanted to that week. So you doubled down when you lost twice, and you said, "You know what? I'm going to give you the one I meant to give you last week." I doubled down, down. And what was it specifically that you gave us this week? <laughs> it's uh, somebody called Jesse Reyes. Yes, and Canadian. Um, yeah, Canadian artist uh, who uh, there's lots of swears in her song titles. Yeah, and uh, uh, she has a song called Figures that's on the radio at work uh, eight mm-hmm. times a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's interesting. It, uh, it just It's one of those things that just gets right up and down my spine. Yeah. Uh, and, I, I, and it's funny because when you told us about hearing that on the radio and wanting to give us this, it was kind of almost presented as like, I think it's sort of singer-songwritery because that song's kind of a ballad and there's an acoustic guitar in it. Right. And so I, I came into this album not really knowing what to expect. And I really didn't expect what it is, which is it's basically kind of like a mainstream sounding kind of yeah. hip hop sort of sort of record. Mm. The, the, it has a, like a sound that's going on right now that I feel like is is a it's lot like a different. folky record with hip hop attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it, it was different. And I, some f bombs. Yeah, like when I heard swearing. the figures song, I was like, oh, okay, now I understand like 
where the reference was coming from after right. hearing a couple songs where I was like, well, this is nothing like I expected. Yeah. No, no, I, I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah. And like, what's frustrating about listening to this is she has a good instrument in her. She can mm-hmm. sing. There's a there's a talent there. And I like what she's going after lyrically here and there. Some of it's fairly just whatever like, yeah. people have done. Yeah. Figures is like, there's many songs like that. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but the 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 need for the affectation is so distracting. That's what... And so fucking irritating. That's, that's fucking what I, Figures song. Because it's like, I don't know. And I, then I was like, maybe she has an... Uh, maybe she sings like this because she talks like this. Yeah. And so I tried to find interviews with her on YouTube. And yeah, she just talks. She's got a voice. Yeah. But then when she sings, she's like... Figures. I got the line of buckles. <laughs> this, this, like, this little fucking thing, and it's all over the songs, and it's so fucking yeah. fake and irritating. It's, it's so it's it's, it's embarrassing. Uh, but my figures. Thing, she a, sounds like my daughter yeah. saying fingers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is adorable. <laughs> it's adorable. But my I fingers. <laughs> I also think my beard <laughs> I also think it's indicative. Almost even less of her and more of pop in general because it, like there's some Selena Gomez song that's called "Good for You" where the chorus is like "Goya, Foya, Goya, Foya," yeah, I know and, you're and about. it's like that's dumb as shit and too. And it, that is very, that that type of thing is dumb, but it's 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 almost like a stylistic choice mm. because Selena Gomez can actually sing. Yeah, she's got an interesting voice and 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 a strong voice. Yeah, she doesn't always sing with affectation. So doing that in in a um, in a chorus. That's its own choice. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, I I have a I desperately need to be interesting somehow. Yeah. So I'm going to compile a bunch of affectations and a bunch of uh, uh, vocal tricks that I've heard from other people, and I'm just going to grind <laughs> them into yeah. really pedestrian yeah. bullshit. And it songs. just and, and so anytime there is something interesting going on uh, with her lyrically or not really arrangement wise, it's fairly. Whatever, yeah, but it's so you just. I'm just distracted by the dumb little voice she's doing. Yeah, I hate it. Like, why are you doing a dumb voice? Yeah, yeah. see, fucking I, cut it out. Sing, sing the fucking, fucking song. song. Yeah, see, I didn't. I didn't have. I, I didn't have that. I just found this album to be like, like I didn't hate Dan it. That figures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, figures. <laughs> and I think this might come from my like. I, I find when we talk about music, like. Sometimes, uh, like, because I grew up listening to, like, certain types of music where I'm able to, like, yeah, this is, like, the fucking dumbest lyrics ever, yeah. but I'm into this song, so I'm just going to be able to, like, black out something from the song. That Like, when mm-hmm. I listened to this EP multiple times, I was never really focusing on her voice. I, I was like, yeah, it doesn't sound like amazing, and there's kind of yeah. a weird thing going on, but this just sounds like any other thing on the radio and some of that stuff i don't hate and this just sounds like some of that stuff that's fine and i just kind of like had it on and it was wallpaper and then i never and then now i'll never listen to it again like i didn't hate and i never really found that stuff like grating on me but i was also ignoring it sure (laughs) like (laughs) so 
I, yeah, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, a Canadian putting out some music that, like, seems to be what's going on and yep. hitting the radio. and it seems to be, like, stuff that's going on. That's, uh, yeah. yeah, and I <laughs> felt like that, that figure song <laughs> that could be the new album title. was the most boring one on the record. Like, I just yeah. felt like that was the most egregious of any of the songs on here because the other ones were just, like, she's kind of rapping, kind of singing, yeah. ignore it, it's okay. Um, like, it was like when we listened to that... Uh, um, Migos album Culture or whatever with they had they had that big hit and we I can't remember who gave it to who if it was Greg or Casey it might have been Greg it was like a, the the big rap album me, of last year and it was like hey that. what is this let's listen to it and then yeah. we listened to it and it was like this no, is, you're this thinking is just of uh, you're thinking of uh, Ray Schremmer or yeah Ray Schremmer yeah. yeah when it was just like what is this and it's like oh it's just what is the thing right now yep. and I don't hate it. But yep. I don't. I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. That was me with this, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I totally understand that reaction of like, yeah. fuck this voice or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I was just, yeah, I was able annoying. to be like, I don't care. Goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I was very happy to delete this from my Spotify. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, Casey. We've got to delete about Greece. I fucking hate that. Ah, uh, goodness. What, what's goodness. next? Listen, guys. <laughs> You're on a streak. I want you guys to know how lucky you are. Okay. Because generally, what I, I've been trying to get new new music. Yeah. Like I've been yeah. trying to kind of give you new. What's going stuff. on on the radio? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I've been doing my research on like new releases and stuff like that. And I'll tell you who has a new release. Fallout Boy. Oh, oh, we've done. But I'm not giving it to you. Okay. Oh. I'm actually going to be very nice to you because that came up, and I was like, "All right, well, I, maybe it would be interesting to sit here and rip on Fallout Boy the way yeah. we rip out, uh, rip on all other." And we did that with one bands. of their albums. I feel like two we, years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. We could probably American do that Psycho. with all of their. Albums. Oh right. Yeah. Um. But then I saw there's a 2018 release by <laughs> Philip H. Anselmo. Oh, fuck. So Phil Anselmo and the Illegals. Mm-hmm. He's got a new band. Right. Called the Illegals. And an album called Choosing Mental Illness as a Virtue. Interesting. Phil Anselmo is the lead singer of Pantera. Lead singer. Or well, was. was yeah. Lead singer of Pantera. Yeah, yeah. Who also um, is a very uh, destructive uh, personal life. He's a... Uh, <laughs> A scary fellow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he'll beat you up in a bathroom. That's right. Uh, e- and uh, so I thought, uh, holy shit, let's fucking find out what Phil Anselmo's doing nowadays. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe he's chilled the fuck out. I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> um, That'll be interesting. So, uh, so yeah, let's check out uh, what Phil Anselmo's doing and talk about it next week. Sounds interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Sounds like it'll be a discussion. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Interesting. That's nice. Well, but just know that when I lose uh, uh, this time, yeah, <laughs> uh, you're getting follow point next. Yeah. Time. All yeah. right. Um, speaking of rolling now, and speaking of next week, this is what we're doing. We got to roll for next week, and that's what we're gonna do. Okay. Another week where the only thing opening is a middling-looking horror movie from the directors of Jigsaw. Yeah. So we're oh, not going to pick that as the winner. We're going to do another winner's choice week, and we're going to go back to the um, the old well of weird-looking dumb movies that we find on Netflix or on streaming apps, and and so on and so forth. Things that are landing on VOD. 
And a movie landed that Greg caught the poster and the synopsis of. Yeah. <laughs> called Toxic Shark. Yep. About a shark who they find out is also toxic. That's right. <laughs> they realize it's a poisonous shark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a good thing to realize. Yeah, I feel like Poison Shark would be a a, a pretty good title for this yeah. movie. Yeah, and I also feel like we're so past the the shark explosion, the post Sharknado, mm. that now another movie like this where it's shark like Mentos. Shark Tarantula or all these movies like yeah. they, they trickle out here and there. But I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, is there still a market now? For like, is this so <laughs> or? A shark it? A shark. Ah. So we got to check in with that. What's going on here in this late entry into this <laughs> revival of the shark genre? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good. No. It's going to be horrible. Yeah. It spits acid at people. That's Does right. it spit yeah. acid or is it just here, poisoning wait, the water? I got the... Uh, oh, I is the, it? Uh, hold on. I've got I, the... Uh, I watched the trailer and they were like, here. oh, I went in the water and now I'm covered in burns. Why? Okay. Toxic shark. Uh, a tropical singles retreat mm-hmm. takes a terrifying turn oh, no. when guests realize a poisonous shark okay. is infesting the surrounding water. Oh, God. Not only will it rip apart its victims, what? but it also uses projectile acid yes. to hunt in <laughs> and out of the water. So it gets out of the water. Yeah. Or is it just spit from the water like, hey, okay, get back here. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a petulant older brother. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, <laughs> it holds you down and gets loogies over your face you with a toxic loogie. <laughs> Stop poisoning yourself! Stop poisoning yourself! I would watch that. Lordy <laughs> Almighty! Also, All right, shark. okay, let's do it. Uh, I'm gonna roll first. The rolling. That's a four. four. I'm gonna roll now. That's a two. Uh oh! Now Casey's gonna roll. That's a That's five. A five. Mm, I gotta watch Toxic Shark. Toxic Shark. Oh boy, you did. You like Toxic <laughs> Shark. Mm, oh boy, <laughs> you re- you reversed uh, jinxed it. Because when I say that I'm going to lose later, I do. But then when yeah. everyone else says that, I lose. <laughs> oh, is that how that works? I guess that's oh, how it I'll works. try and keep that up. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Good. great. Wonderful. Toxic Shark. Very next good. week, we will Wonderful. listen to the album that mm. you gave us, and we will uh, talk about winners' choice films. Certainly. Don't forget Patreon. Well, uh, go on there. We got Time Bandits coming up, and uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. S Y N W P C. Email us your thoughts and feedback um, at info at modernsuperior dot com. That's our episode number three hundred one. Yep. There you go. Enjoy yep. it. I hope. And as always, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. What can we say here? What? Oh yeah, I don't usually say <laughs> other things. Say I've got to load a book with you. Oh, figures. Oh, figures. This episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.